The vast majority of us understand that success and prosperity largely rely on networking. The notoriety of that discloses how very little Zimbabweans get to a better place career-wise. Apart from the whole colonial situation, one thing we were not able to learn from our colonizers was networking and work circles. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode here on Untamed Minds. I am your host Nontlantla and thank you so much for tuning in. If you're a new listener, welcome and look around and see if there's anything you might find interesting. If you're a returning listener, welcome back and thank you so much for the love and support. Don't forget to share. This is a commentary and opinion podcast that revolves around Zimbabweans and everyday issues, be it those that we commonly and comfortably or do not speak about. So today's episode is called White Out the Circle. Haibu, let me say it again. White Out the Circle. Alright, so today we're going to be looking at how our white counterparts have been able to have an upper hand in business, generational percentage gaps, entrepreneurial ventures, and, you know, uplifting each other in any field. I'm going to run through this topic based on the information at hand and some of the obvious relatability as of now. What does that mean? It basically means I'm going to be, you know, speaking about it based on some of the things I've read and I've seen. All right. So I have four main talking points. Let's get right into it. Point number one, open-mindedness. You know, looking at our non-black societies, there is a certain open-mindedness that they have about them. You know, they never run away from their culture, but they're willing to listen to what someone has to say. When in business, they never close the door to any idea. They nitpick from other social and cultural classes, but they still manage to make a balance of both. Point number two, family. As much as this sounds obvious, our non-black counterparts have the ability to uplift and involve their family in any enterprise they take on. Even in a family where they have a doctor, a miner, a biochemist, and that small handful of dropouts, they sometimes manage to use each other's talents in the most innovative ways. If the miner was to start a project, for example, he or she would make sure the you know he involves the whole family you know based on their qualifications they would still need a doctor to check their medicals they would still need a biochemist to check the mine and they would still have something to do for the dropouts they would even educate them to fit within the organization as much as they say nepotism is at work it was proven that they can grow their businesses and still show that they respect their values and their culture point blank unlike the majority of us black people inclusively white africans let me bring it home to say zimbabweans we are unable to look at family as actual assets to our franchises and entrepreneurial projects we do not like having family members sending their children to our offices and search for opportunities of course if they don't qualify you can always find what they're good at and send them into that you know they, you can send them into a field that you see that they're more talented in push them to do what they're good at and still use that to the advantage not only your business but of the family point number four generational foreshadowing like any Indian soapy scene, there is a huge mansion with every family member living in it. When I say generational foreshadowing, I, I mean more of having a business or a niche chain that they involve everyone in the family, be it 
the older generation and the younger generation if we look at our superheroes if we look at batman bruce wayne bruce wayne is a wealthy man he's not a rich man he's a wealthy man if bruce wayne was to have children his children would be wealthy if his children were to have children their children have wealth that's what we speak of when we say generational foreshadowing the difference between generational involvement and nepotism is that generational involvement is not about the now but more of those that will follow it's more of a system that has its statistics and calculations while considering that there are those that are still to come those that are still to be born generational wealth is more concrete it does not depend on things that are easily faced out but those that are consistent and lucrative in our zimbabwean culture very few have managed to get to grasp what generational wealth is and how to manage it point number four networking i've heard someone comment that it's useless to wear a hot suit pay a hundred dollars for a plate just to have an observe absurd meal with snobbish people what most of us don't realize is that these certain mixes and events have nothing to do with the whole charity program of the food or the food is more about networking networking being the art of having constructive interactions that may build worthwhile business relationships networking isn't about licking boots and begging but it's more about creating a connection or a relationship that is beneficial for both parties be it in the new future or years to come our non-black friends they know this they know that it does not have to be an instant connection but some understand how to have, to take advantage of a person's promising connections and build a relationship so that when the time comes for them to use them they will be able to take advantage of their social circle for the sense of vast development all right so let's always look at it in a point where we can say what can we do about it what can we change how can we make it better i think the first thing we need to do when we're looking at generations looking at families in general we have to understand that not everyone is after your money some are but not everyone and i think we have to understand that the more we try to build as a family the less likely it is for us to fall i think that people should spend less time these things actually happen these things are happening within families you know and it's a sad reality that sometimes our family members are these people so what we can do is try to understand as families that we need each other the most especially in business if not anywhere else in business we need each other the most we need to back each other up and we need to uplift each other to get to a better place if we are to somewhat decrease the generational wealth gap because it's really large you know there's very few black people there's very few zimbabweans in the one percent there's still a percentage of the one percent you know and it's um quite depressing and point number two when it comes to solutions we should always remember that being open-minded doesn't mean you're letting go of your culture but being open-minded means you're open to ideas but still being able to restrict yourself within whatever cultural, whatever religious, whatever gender appropriate things you're trying to align yourself with. 
just being open-minded doesn't mean you're opening up to everything and everything that does not mean you have to conform it just means you have to understand your boundaries and still be open to what the world has to offer and lastly we have to understand that networking events may cost you a little bit more currently you know they may cost you money to pay for the suit or the outfit the transport but you always have to go into it looking forward to you know making new connections that may give back to you more than you you have used for that experience and networking sometimes isn't always about gain sometimes about information once you meet someone who's within you know a a certain field or career path that's somewhat different to yours but somewhat they complement each other something that they have to say will sometimes benefit you in the near future you may not even remember their name but you remember that they had said something about it that is what networking is about networking isn't always about benefit but it's sometimes always about um what you give you know it's not always about receiving from other people it's more about giving because if you have a conversation with someone who's probably in the mining business and you may be in the medical field they might find you useful in the future it's it's not about restricting yourself it's not about being a bigot it's not about um being on the far left like they say it's more about just opening up and you know just being open to conversation and you know everyone else's uh, point of view and probably not over talking the person um you just met so that's it for about racial circles i think there's a lot to cover but i think i covered most of um everything what do you guys think what do you think within our you know work circles what can we improve how can we improve them so that we could cover the generational gap because that is you know that is that is the main focus that is what we are trying to achieve we are trying to shorten we're trying to make it smaller we're trying to make the generational wealth gap smaller not for ourselves not just for our children but even for our great-grandchildren we're trying to make this world for children that we have not yet seen children that are still yet to come and hopefully we can only pray we can only pray these children understand the value the time and the effort that people would have put in and they'll be able to grow these businesses grow these opportunities grow these franchises and grow you know these um in um societies yeah because you know society can also be a generational world and you know they'll be able to do it for the best they can always grow it for the better grow it for the best what do you think Tell me what you think on my social media pages at untamed underscore minds, even on Instagram at notlashlymm, and let's have a conversation about it. I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.